forever. <laughs> Dog. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up, girl. <laughs> I have three. Oh, no. Uh, five words. Oh, oh, okay. Good God, girl, get a grip. <laughs> Inauguration. Yes, honey. Ooh, yes. We have yes, a new yes, president, yes. new vice president, president, president. <laughs> did you watch the inauguration? I sure did. I could not. I was. It was beautiful. I was moved to tears Cried. a few times. Yes, I to, ma'am. Um, which is weird because I was not expecting this to like overwhelm me with emotion. But who? I, uh-huh. I I have like hope in my heart now. Uh-huh. Um, I was excited because uh, they, you know, I was worried because of the whole Capitol uh, riots and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, the insurrection. So I was like, my 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 initial reaction was like, okay, what's going to go down today? Right. Uh, but it turned out to be a really fun show and an amazing pomp and circumstance, and it made um, it made me so happy to see. Lady Gaga come out there with her big ball gown and her. She knew where she was going, darling. She knew the uh, event, honey. So she came and rose to the occasion, honey. Yes, my favorite was the fact that she had um, the the microphone, a la Barbara Streisand, oh, spray painted gold, gold to match the gold yes. gigantic gold dove brooch she was wearing. I oh, live. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I lived. We got like. I didn't realize it was going to be such a fashion show, um, but I loved watching everybody get out of the car and make their way to the balcony through the Capitol building. Um, and I was just like, oh, see, this is the only time I really love winter because of the winter fashion, when you mm-hmm. can wear the layers and the jackets and the scarves and the gloves, and it's just all so rich looking. <laughs> it looks expensive. Everybody looked like money. I was like, oh, and then Miss Obama came out. Ooh, girl. yes. What Ms. was that color? This was it like thing, wine? It was a burgundy, burgundy wine. Yes, not toasted plum, but it was a bur- mm. <laughs> it was mm. a burgundy wine, honey. And that that old hateful hair flip she had. She didn't have to have the hair laid like that, baby. Just the bang, just giving it to you, baby. She oh, girl. this is Obama, honey. <laughs> yes, Can I that- tell you? The hair was laid, honey. Laid. It, yeah, I saw a meme, and it, it was like it was a picture of her with like giant rollers in, and she said like, <laughs> "Obama, are we ready to go? Okay, take my take my rollers out. I'm ready to walk through the door." <laughs> like it looked like she just freshly like they were fresh, up, honey. Those fresh. girls were bouncing mm-hmm. and behaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we had some stars there. It was great. Just yes. the diversity. Yes. Yeah. 
I loved it. I loved J-Lo's performance. You know, my husband, he's Puerto Rican from the Bronx, just like yeah. J-Lo. Uh-huh. Um, so I knew that he was uh, watching and, and going crazy. But I live because, you know, she like, she managed to speak, uh, she managed to sneak in some Spanish. Yes. You know, America was losing their minds. Some of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know some, I know that there was like, uh, several million people out there. We're some racist people their- out there losing their, losing their shit. Yeah. Um, that J-Lo decided to speak Spanish, but I thought that was an amazing uh, choice for her. But then Need I it. gagged when she started, she like inserted, let's get loud. loud. Into- <laughs> I was like, you better promote, girl. Let us know where you're from. <laughs> Jenny from the block, honey. Yes. Um, <laughs> I thought they sounded great. Oh, and then Garth Brooks. I thought Garth he did a Brooks, fantastic he did a job. Amazing job. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing Garth Brooks and his voice sounded amazing. They actually all sounded amazing. They really did. I, I, I was so like captivated. I guess you know. I I, it's the, I can honestly say this is the first one I watched all the way through from top to bottom, the, mm-hmm. the pre-show all the way. Girl, let me tell you, uh, we, me and Christopher, cackled at the news because they were shady as hell. So they had the <laughs> split screen when they were covering the uh, the Capitol and the inauguration, and then they had the other screen where Donald Trump had just landed in Palm Beach, and they were about to waiting for him to exit Air Force One. Oh damn! And so, girl, when I tell you, so they were giving a little commentation, whatever commentary, and then as soon as you know Trump made his appearance, him and Melania, and they exited a uh, plane, and Melania walked had made her walk around the car to get into her car, into the car. Um, rolling my eyes. Gross. Bitch, rolling my eyes so hard. Mm-hmm. So, this, this is what the newscaster was like. As you see, they have um, landed. They've uh, deplaned from Air Force One for the last time. And now they're in their car. And this is where the split screen disappears. And we go back live to the inauguration. And <laughs> I was like, y'all better read this. <laughs> and I mean, it faded away so Fiercely, I was like, y'all did that, honey. That was shady as hell, but it was did so have, good. Did they have, like, ripples? So it was like, it, it was, was just no, a dream. It, it was just a dream. It just, like, disappeared. <laughs> it just faded out, girl. Like, it was never there. Good day and goodbye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Get off Air it Force was, One. Get off get our off. plane. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. <laughs> um. Oh, well, speaking of fashions, I was living for um, Amanda Gorman, the the poet, who I love her coat because it was yellow. It, <laughs> you know, I love me some but yellow. I was trying to clock her hair, that crochet braid situation she had. That hair was so sickening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about that, but her message, that poem. It was and beautiful. Tears, girl. It was just so beautiful. I'm like, this is where I, it gave me not only so much hope, but I was so like, moved at the thought and notion that this is the future and it like if this is what is coming please bring it on please bring it on bring it on yeah her poem was was lovely um it was a strong message that i feel like the politicians were kind of like skirting around the issues and she's like nope i'm gonna put this into poetry i'm gonna read this to you you're all going to understand like through my art what the real tea is this country's racist. This country's racist. Uh, I'm here to prove that we are not going to accept it no longer. And I'm going to look real cute. The youngest poet to ever perform at an inauguration. And she looked stunning. I I heard that Oprah, um, Oprah had um, 
sponsored Maya Angelou's coat. Um, the, when when Maya Angelou did her poetry for oh. the Obama inauguration, and so because uh, I was watching CBS, so Gail, you know Oprah's friend, she was uh-huh. all like, "Oh, uh, let me just sneak in that my best friend, oh, my best friend is Oprah, and she actually <laughs> reached out to Amanda Gorman, and she was like, oh, I want to get you a coat like I did with Maya Angelou, the famous uh, poet, and and Amanda was like, oh, I already got my coat, it's yellow." Ooh. And so Oprah, uh, so Gail said that Oprah had bought her her earrings and that little ring on her finger, which had a cage, it was like a, a cage bird. Um, oh, really? You know, to kind of call back to my uh-huh. Angela's famous uh, poem uh, about the caged bird. So, oh, that's and awesome. I live for Amanda because she was like giving us handography. During yes, she her- was. Uh-huh. She, she meant what she said and said what she meant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so lived. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopeful. Yes, but hopeful, uh, hopeful. the real the real fashion icon of the entire inauguration is Miss Bernie Sanders. <laughs> sitting in Girl, they've been sitting everywhere. They got her sitting <laughs> everywhere, bitch. When I tell you. The memes, to, the memes, the memes of Bernie Sanders sitting there with his mittens, like fold, like his legs crossed, his arms folded, just sitting there on the unbothered. chair, six foot distance from everyone else. The memes, the, the memes, memes, the memes, the memes. Uh, <laughs> they have him sitting next to like the Drag Race girls in the Untucked episodes. They got one, you know, with me, with you, and you're sitting alone in the Untucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I was like y'all need to quit y'all need to stop it <laughs> yes Bernie Sanders he is like the meme there are so many memes I... <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> I love it love it love it Latrice last week we were talking about Ruby Royale nuts. girl miss thing Yeah. Well, you know, as you might know or not know, that they have been out of stock. Yes. By the time by the time that our episode aired, girl, they fought sold out of them nuts. Girl, yeah, I was so funny because I had um, got a phone call asking, you know, we're gonna hold off on promoting, you know, any adverts right now because they're out of stock and they got to catch up, and. Which is an amazing problem to have. So thank y'all all for doing, you know, wow. doing the thing because that is like beyond crazy. So everyone's excited, but still at the same time, we're like, this is unbelievable. Great. So it sold out in, in, week, faster than, in like, less than a week. <laughs> less than a week. Because by the time it happened, we had did that whole segment talking about it. And. <laughs> The literally by the time it aired, there were no more nuts, and we had did a whole segment talk about go get your nuts, go well, get girl, the nuts you... on the chop, but... <laughs> chop but the nuts. Luckily, now they are um, should be back in stock, and you can resume selling. No, or buying. Eat a whole mm-hmm. can in one sitting. Try, girl, try not to. I dare you. <laughs> I'm so happy, though. It's a great problem to have. Um, when it's right, it's right. You know, the product is great. Um, the campaign is amazing. So, you know, magical things happen when... <laughs> yes, when, you, when you when you have Latrice as your, uh, as your spokesperson. Girl, you sell out. Oh, I can sell some nuts, baby. I can sell... <laughs> 
Mm, I uh, love your salty nuts, Patrice. <laughs> <laughs> They're all shriveled like dried cranberries in my mouth. <laughs> in your mouth, that salty, sweet goodness, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. That's amazing Thank to hear. You, that's sister. so good news, girl. Because that's always oh. the scare. That's always like, you're like, are they going to like what I do? It's mm-hmm. like, is it going to be a success? Are they going to be happy with me? Good. All right, good. Ruby Royale. We want to see more commercials. We want to see more nuts from the trees, Royale. Yes, honey. Get more nuts into in. my face. Speaking it into existence, coming on the Honda. Well, let's take let's take a break, and we'll get into our inbox. Ooh, yeah, let's Ooh, get into my I'm inbox. Get into your box. We're back, and our inbox is spread wide open just for you. We appreciate all your notes and questions. So please, please, please write us about anything. I mean, we we don't care. Write us, mm-hmm. send, send us, send us pictures of your memes of Bernie Sanders eating them nuts. <laughs> <laughs> We love to hear from you. We might even read your questions on the, the show. Email us at latriceandmanila at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Latrice, what's in our inbox? What do we have so we here? have this message from Sam. Sam, oh, I am. Sam. Uh, hey, Latrice and Manila. I'm 27 years old, a queer person from the big city in the Northwest, and I'm in a bit of a dilemma. Ooh, okay, okay. I like, we we, let's All see right. if we can help you. So okay, here we go. So now, two weeks ago, my girlfriend of six months and I broke up. And I'm wondering if, based on how everything went down, if this is someone who deserves to be a part of my life. Now, my um, ex-girlfriend, her roommate, and I took magic mushrooms. Oh. Uh, oh that kind of party. Uh-huh. I only took one and wasn't feeling so good, so I went to lay down in her room. Okay. While I was resting, I heard um, I heard her in the kitchen talking crap about me. Oh. Oh. Upon hearing this, I immediately went back upstairs to grab my jacket and go for a walk. When I came back inside, she didn't check on me, ask me why I left, even though I know she could tell I heard the last part of their conversation. Mm. Now, here's where it gets messy. Oh, oh this shit. is oh. where it gets messy? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm a white person with a Mexican-American background. I'm a progressive and have voted in every election since I was 18. Almost all of my friends are queer, black, and brown. And I generally try to keep up <clears throat> with what's going on in the world. She does not. She's uh. also white. Oh. Only has white friends. Okay. Says the N-word in the songs and doesn't vote. Uh, and says things like liberals need to uh, toughen up. And I'm not a Trump supporter and I hate politics. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, when we were together, I wouldn't agree with uh, a comment that she made or her opinion. She would tell me I was being politically correct or way too sensitive. Do y'all think I should just never speak to her again or call her out on all the goofy stuff? Thank you for reading. Love you guys. And have a great rest of your day, Sam. Hmm. Okay, Sam. Here's the thing about it is that, like, yeah, uh, politics is, you know, it's always that that thing is, like, don't talk about religion or politics with people. 
but this is your girlfriend. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, I feel like you should be able to talk about politics with your girlfriend. All right. You might not just, uh, you might not agree all the time, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that you should not talk about it. And especially now, especially after the last four years that we suffered through, I feel like it is important to talk about it. It's not something you would just brush under the, under the carpet because this affects all of our lives, especially as a queer person of color. So yeah, talk about politics. And if you can't talk about with politics with your girlfriend, then um, make her, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. what do you think? Well, I'm here for the calling out of all the goofy shenanigans and shit. Like, mm. it's inappropriate. You do not, you do not, uh, get to say the N words in songs. You do not, um, talk about liberals need to toughen up. You do not, like, these are like, just, there's some things you just don't get to say, um, out loud. And, um, <laughs> you, need to she needs to evaluate she needs to reevaluate her life and what she's trying to pull off you know what i mean sounds yeah. to me like she's low-key racist and it sounds to me like she's low-key entitled and it sounds to me like low-key this is a bitch that you don't need to be around and um like a perfect example of this would be the fact that she didn't even check in on you she didn't have the common decency to find out if you were okay or if y'all were even okay you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, um, that's some, and the fact that you're questioning it, there's your answer right there. So, okay. um, good relationships, you know, there are no questions and there's no doubts, you know, even when I am in an argument or a disagreement with my husband, um, I know that at the root of it all is love and understanding and respect and that we never cross a line. And so it sounded like to me she's already crossed several lines and she's, um, yeah, unethical and, and not very sensitive to your needs. So keep that bitch kicked to the curb. Uh, now I have, I, I can add to that. Like, look, like you might not have been dating her for a long time. So she has an entire lifetime before you even came mm-hmm. into the picture of mm-hmm. how she was conditioned as a white person in the country of the United States. So if she means enough to you, I do believe that it is your, it is your responsibility to, to let her know what she's doing wrong and help guide her through so that she can be a better person. If she's worth that energy, yeah. mm-hmm. if she's worth that energy, then, you know, it, it, you might have a long, hard, uh, tumultuous road to get there, but it could be done. Um, so you might not want to give up on this person, but just know that you're going to have to you're going to have to push them and then you're going to have to make sure that they're also willing to to grow and learn and do better. That's my opinion. Because yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of people are like so quick to cancel someone because, you know, they say something stupid and then they forget to realize that, you know, people have the ability to change. People can grow. All right. People can so, grow. And people. Yeah. I'm just at an age where I'm not training and teaching no more bitches. Like I, <laughs> I, you're cut, chopped by. I don't need it. I've done it. I'm uh, 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 you don't if you don't have it by now in this day and age with all that we have available as far as knowledge and sources, then okay. good day and goodbye. That's my whole gig. So I'm just too old to go through it. So I might be sounding like an old bitch, but I'm also a knowledgeable 
humble bitch. And the one mm-hmm. thing I do know is that people are not going to change unless they're willing to change. And if she doesn't feel like there's anything wrong with her and her behavior, then she's not going to be changing it. Yes. And into that into that point, like sometimes she, but she might not know that she's wrong because she's lived this privileged oh, she knows life. She, wrong. she knows she's wrong. She okay. sounds shady to me. She sounds shady to me. Like, All right. This is a, this, she's that kind of bitch. She's doing mushrooms. She know. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what's up. She knows what's up. She's doing mushrooms, yeah. girl. Okay, oh. no, she's been enlightened. Her perspective has changed. Okay, so yeah, maybe she's not the one for you. Sorry, Sam, that you have to deal with this. Um, I think a lot of people uh, uh, have, you know, they have to deal with with people in their lives that aren't on the right side of of history. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't, you know, extend an olive branch and get them on our side at some, like somehow. You know what I mean? But cut, yeah. if you need to cut your ties, take care of yourself first, Sam. First. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My question to you, Manila, like, what is, uh, uh, like, a warning sign, you know, in a relationship where you know, okay, this shit ain't gonna work out, or I need to watch out for this? Um, just from your personal experience, like, what do you see and what would stand out to you as, like, oh, no, this ain't gonna work? Um... Well, having been in interracial relationships, I've always... I've always, since I'm half white, I always like, I am grown up in an interracial uh, mm-hmm, relationship. My parents are interracial. Mm-hmm, so I, I mm-hmm. feel like there's always, I always feel like they have to like make understanding for both sides when I come into any kind of thing personally. Mm-hmm. So I, I, if I care about someone, I try to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I will definitely put my foot down and let them know. And I want them to put their foot down and let me know when I'm doing something wrong. Because, uh-huh. like, I don't want to be the bad person. I want to be a good person. I know I can be bad at sometimes, and I I would like the people that are my friends and my loved ones to let me know that I need and steer, help steer me into the right mm-hmm. direction. So that that that's kind of where I'm coming from. But yeah, you can only take so much of it. You know what I mean? And it's up to you to decide if that is, if that's worth it to you to do it. Yeah. It just, you know, what it does to me is put me in a off, it's off putting when you hear somebody talking about you behind your back. Like if you weren't that fly on the wall, you know, this, this bitch don't think very much of you. Like if you're talking to somebody else about me, instead of me to me, then that just shows you that you're, 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 you're messy. Mm-hmm. You're messy and shady. Like I would prefer you come to me with whatever uh, grievances you have, you know, and not talk to your friend who I'm sure is your, probably your good friend, but not when I'm right there. Yeah. You're yeah. shy. Okay. So. Yeah. And and when you do, uh, when you do that, try not to be uh, high on drugs. <laughs> You know, you have a, a sober mind, so you can like you know. You but... might have been a little sensitive too. You might have been par- might have been paranoid thinking Maybe. somebody was talking about you, and she wasn't even talking about you. So you might might have been. Who knows? Who I, knows? It's, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. I, I but it's Sam. It's up to it's up to you to decide uh, if it's worth it to you. You yeah. know what I mean? How much you you're willing to take, and how yeah. much you're willing to uh, try to put in the energy to steer them in the right direction. Is she good in bed? You know, is she? Are, yes. Is that are, are those things, titties good? Like, Motorboat you know. titties? I don't know. <laughs> 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 are them titties worth it? 
<laughs> wow. Wow. Well, on that <laughs> note, we're, we're going to take people. a break. We're going to take <laughs> a break. Please. Okay. We'll be right back. You got the chop. You got the chop. You got the chop. You got the chop. Girl. You got the chop. Chop, 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 Preview next week. Next week. Uh, what, yeah. What, what what's it? What were they doing? Oh, were they making clothes? They're making. They're crafting this week. So uh, tonight <laughs> we're gonna see who can sew and who cannot sew, and this is gonna separate some bitches too. Oh, I, I like the fact that they're not doing the uh, the sewing challenge first off because mm-hmm. I feel like we've we've said goodbye to so many really, really amazing queens that we might not have, like, they could have been amazing, but because they couldn't sew. So, they didn't get a, a fair yeah. shake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because now uh, we're not expecting our queens to be sewing our, their own clothes. Yeah. Anymore. Right, especially you know? now. Yeah. Like, back, back in our day, that was kind <laughs> of like a thing that they would expect the queens to do. Absolutely, 100%. But now, mm-hmm. um, well, I'm glad they brought it back and I'm glad that it's, well, I'm kind of glad it's happening now because, like you said, we'll see who the strong will survive. This is going to be a telltale because I want to see the bitches who have been saying oh, that yes. they're designers and fashion and make own things. I want to see it put to the test and right now in our face and see what you give. Yeah, because it doesn't, okay. Um, Valen, uh, no, Veronica Green, she sews. Uh-huh. I know that Ahura, she said that she sews. Uh-huh. And I think um, Ellie, does Ellie Diamond Ellie, sew? Uh, Ellie yeah. Diamond, she sews. So, so we know that they're uh, probably going to come out with some quality garments. Well, I hope so. This is going to be um, the test. Who was the one that said that she can sew? I think it was um, Bimini, maybe? Well, she... maybe not. Yeah. I forget. Um, there's a couple ones that said in the Meet the Queens that they don't sew, which you know always raises a flag. Like, why would you tell? <laughs> why would you tell us straight off the bat that you can't sew? Like, that's not something you want to tell your audience before we even watch you on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, yeah, but we'll find out. We'll find We're out. We're gonna find out. You know, I have to say, like uh, on season three, we had challenge after challenge after challenge of sewing challenges, and honestly, mm-hmm. I, I, I attribute the, my success on my first season. To, to that fact is that like we were doing a lot of sewing challenges on my season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I was like, why don't they do? Cause that's what I like. I like that part of the drag process, watching the, the girls creative. create stuff. Yeah. Right? yeah. Me too. I was like, why don't they do more of that? Cause you we know? now moved in. Yeah. We've now moved into singing and dancing and, and rapping and dancing and, you know, you know what I, and... you know what I think? What? It costs the production too much money to buy all the supplies for the girls. It's Fabrics just, and sewing machines and all that. It's easier just to tell those bitches to come with it. You <laughs> know? It though. Yeah. Yes, right? That's a Girl. good perspective on That's that. That's what I'm thinking. Because mm-hmm. like they're like, because like whenever they do it, they're like, oh, and here we got you this uh, trash from a garbage can. Make something pretty out of it. <laughs> Oh, here we got a bunch of free stuff we just found laying around in the in the back alleyway. Make something pretty with it. They never give you like luxurious like sixty dollar no. yard fabrics to make anything and, with. Girl, no. And if they do, it's like a yard. 
a How yard. Much you, <laughs> Girl, what are I, you going to do with that? I remember, like, on my season, they, we pulled out boxes. Each of us, I pulled out a piece of fabric, and it had, like, a pattern cut out of it already. Like, it was a, a rem- <laughs> remnant of someone else's fabric. Come on, remnant rack. <laughs> Which, I mean... So let's see. Uh, let's see. But I know it's Drag Race UK, so they got uh, they got those um, those Her Majesty's coins, you know. Well, let's see. They ain't getting no let's cash see. prize. They might as well. Yeah, they're saving. <laughs> yeah, they can probably afford it. So we'll see. I can't wait to see what uh, what the girls are going to walk down the runway with. Me yes. either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Make sure you guys watch. Yes, and we're going to be rating reviewing uh, the next episode on our Tuesday show. So. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot happening in the world while we stuck at home during this pandemic. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. We've got Drag Race. We talk about Drag Race on Tuesdays. We, we, but we yeah. have we got other shit going on in our lives, don't we, we Latrice? Do. We do. We got regular personal stuff that goes on in our daily lives that we either like or don't. Yeah. I mean, most <laughs> of it's just us being, you know, shady drag queens, you know, reading reading the UK girls. But... There's a couple hours in a day where we have other things going on in our lives, right? True. And that brings us to our tops and our chops of this Thursday's episode. Latrice, uh, what is what is the chop of this of this week for you? <laughs> uh, that tape. No, I'm only kidding. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> still, still that tape. The Vinnie Bambalash still got you heated. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um what is my chop you know because i've 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 uh had this inauguration good, really kind of put like, us in a good mood right yeah it you know i, I just, the only thing i could chop about even about the inauguration that i wish was in a different time is this fucking fact that we the people can be there live like that's yeah. the biggest chop of it like they put all those flags out, you know, where people would normally be, and that was, but it was so like, oh gosh, like that's what uh, I just wish that we had a different situation where people could have been there in person to really witness and behold and welcome our new president and the way he deserves to be welcomed. So um, I guess that's the chop, but that has to do with COVID. So I, that's another chop. No, well, not COVID. just COVID. We're also protecting, you know, protecting, protecting yeah, from who knows what kind that, of mob would have formed if, like, people could just be out there. Yeah, the, um, the assholes. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Well, my week that. is boring as hell, so I'm going to chop that, you know. Oh, I'm stuck okay. at home. Because it kind of falls into my top moment of the week. I'm home alone, Latrice, this week. Because so that's the top for you? That's, no, that's well, it's, it's, it's my chop because it, it's, it relates to my top, which is my husband just uh, landed a new job and a new <sighs> career. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My husband is... um. He just got hired to be a manager uh, th- that oversees the COVID testing of, oh. of the NBA, the NFL, and the NHL. Oh, my. Yes. So I'm very, well, very proud. Congratulations to Mike for that. Yeah, I'm very proud of him because, I, I, first of all, like, 
I'm happy because like I'm this it, when, entire time of us having the chop, we've been talking about how how like awful this pandemic has been. And so like mm. now I feel like, you know, we're going to be uh, like a little bit in, in more in the know because, you know, he's going to be dealing with this at work yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it, my chop is that he had to he had to leave. He had to fly and do a business trip and fly out to New York to kind of, you know, get oh, train the ropes and, and train yeah. and do all that mm-hmm. stuff. And he's been away for a while. And, you know, I miss him. I was looking Yay! for... Yay! Well, that's good. I know, and I was looking forward to not having him in the house because, like, you know, we've been stuck in this house for yeah, almost yeah, yeah. a year. And, uh-huh. bitch, we driving each other crazy just because, like, girl, I'm sick of looking at you. Uh-huh. We can't, I can't go nowhere. <laughs> why, why are you chewing so loud? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Ridiculousness. <laughs> But I miss him so much, oh, and um, I'm so happy good. for him that he's out there and he's he's doing his thing, and he's he's uh now in a his chosen career is now helping other people. That's awesome. Well, somebody mm-hmm. got to pay the bills. You ain't doing shit. <laughs> Damn straight, girl. <laughs> well, that's awesome though. Congratulations, Mike. Yeah, I'm so proud of him. What about your top? We sold out of nuts, girl. I can't <laughs> ask for a better situation. Sold out of nuts, and I got a new phone today. Hallelujah! It's mm-hmm. good. To be, it's a good day. Things um, are on the up and up. We got a new the- president, more nuts, <laughs> and a new phone. And a new phone. Who this? So if I if I be like who this, this y'all know why? Because uh, you know. Wait, y- your phone didn't transfer your contacts? It actually did, I think. Okay. I, it, but you're just going to say that for people that you don't want to talk to? You're correct. Like, oh, who this? New phone, who, who this? Is? Who this? I got a new phone, you know. Oh, it's Maggie. Oh, no, Maggie, I don't know you. I don't Girl, know her. You weren't stored in <laughs> in the first place. I The last update was last night or this morning at 1-something, so I used the most recent up, uh, back, back up, you know. Mm-hmm. I used the most recent one, and so it's all loaded up and... Already transferred and working. Oh, so. fun. Mm. I need to get myself a new phone. My phone is a Please, old, old, girl, old. you got a dinosaur fossil phone. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But that's okay like, because now my husband got like a new them. job. And so, you, you know, maybe you we go. can afford a new home. We can new, afford new appliances, new, you know. That's an appliance now. Phones you know, I, I feel like a, I feel like a, a 50s <laughs> housewife. I feel like WandaVision on Disney Plus, honey. <laughs> Just, you know, sitting at home, waiting for my husband to come home with the moolah. Okay. <laughs> he can bring home the bacon and you can fry it up in a pan, honey. Yummy. <laughs> uh, well, that's our show, our tops and our chops. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Chop. We love you so much. Please make sure to subscribe to our show. You can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. You can send us an email. We might just read it on the show next week. And we'd love to hear and want to hear from you. If you need advice on makeup, boys, online shopping, or whatever, you know, whatever you want want to eat or should eat for breakfast, just hit us up. Latrice <laughs> Manila at gmail.com. You can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And we will see you next week to find out who or what get the job. Forever. To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com. 
Chopped.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. 